0: Section Nine of Common Sense in the Household. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Common Sense in the Household: A Manual of Practical Housewifery by Marian Harlan. Meats: Roast Beef. The best pieces for roasting are the sirloin and rib pieces the latter are oftenest used by small families make your butcher remove most of the bone and skewer the meat into the shape of a round if you roast in an oven it is a good plan to dash a small cup of boiling water over the meat in first putting it down letting it trickle into the pan this for a season checks the escape of the juices and allows the meat to get warmed through before the top dries by said escape if there is much fat upon the upper surface cover with a paste of flour and water until it is nearly done baste frequently at first with salt and water afterward with the drippings allow about a quarter of an hour to a pound if you like your meat rare more if you prefer to have it well done some when the meat is almost done dredge with flour and baste with butter only once remove the beef when quite ready to a heated dish skim the drippings add a teacupful of boiling water boil up once and send to table in a gravy-boat many reject made gravy altogether and only serve the red liquor that runs from the meat into the dish as it is cut this is the practice with some indeed most of our best housekeepers if you have made gravy in a sauce-boat give your guest his choice between that and the juice in the dish serve with mustard or scraped horseradish and vinegar. Roast beef with Yorkshire pudding. Set a piece of beef to roast upon a grating, or several sticks laid across a dripping pan. Three quarters of an hour before it is done, mix the pudding and pour into the pan. Continue to roast the beef, the dripping meanwhile falling upon the latter below. When both are done, cut the pudding into squares, and lay around the meat when dished if there is much fat in the dripping pan before the pudding is ready to be put in drain it off leaving just enough to prevent the batter from sticking to the bottom receipt for pudding one pint of milk four eggs whites and yolks beaten separately two cups of prepared flour one teaspoonful salt be careful in mixing not to get the batter too stiff this pudding which the cook who introduced it into my family persisted in calling auction pudding is very palatable and popular and not so rich as would be thought from the manner of baking it should be a yellow brown when done beefsteak it is not customary to fry beefsteaks for people who know what really good cookery is to speak more plainly a steak killed by heat and swimming in grease is a culinary solecism both vulgar and indigestible cut the steak thick at least three-quarters of an inch in thickness and if you cannot get tender meat for this purpose it is best to substitute some other dish for it but since tender meat is not always to be had if the piece you have purchased is doubtful lay it on a clean cloth take a blunt heavy carving knife if you have not a steak mallet and hack closely from one end to the other then turn and repeat the process upon the other side the knife should be so dull you cannot cut with it and the strokes not the sixtieth part of an inch apart wipe all over on both sides with lemon juice cover and leave it in a cool place for an hour lay on a buttered gridiron over a clear fire turning very often as it begins to drip do not season until it is done which will be in about twelve minutes if the fire is good and the cook attentive rub your hot chafing dish with a split raw onion lay in the steak salt and pepper on both sides and put a liberal lump of butter upon the upper then put on a hot cover and let it stand five minutes to draw the juices to the surface before it is eaten if you have neither chafing dish nor cover lay the steak between two hot platters for the same time sending to table without uncovering a gridiron fitting under the grate is better than any other if a gridiron is not at hand rub a little butter upon the bottom of a hot clean frying-pan put in the meat set over a bright fire and turn frequently this will not be equal to steak cooked upon a gridiron but it is infinitely preferable to the same fried i shall never forget the wondering distrust with which my first cook a sable professional watched me when i undertook to show her how to prepare a steak for the third breakfast over which i presided as mistress of ceremonies and when, at the end of twelve minutes, I removed the meat, rare and hot, to the heated dish in readiness, her sniff of lofty contempt was as eloquent as indescribable. "'Call dat cooked? Folks bout here would a had dat steak on by daybreak.' A remark that has been recalled to my mind hundreds of times since at the tables of so-called capital housewives. The best, nay, the only pieces for steak, are those known as porterhouse and sirloin the former is the more highly esteemed by gourmands but a really tender sirloin is more serviceable where there are several persons in the family the porterhouse having a narrow strip of extremely nice meat lying next to the bone while the rest is often inferior to any part of the sirloin if the meat be tender omit the hacking process and lemon juice Beef steak and onions Prepare the steak as above directed while it is broiling put three or four chopped onions in a frying pan with a little beef dripping or butter stir and shake them briskly until they are done and begin to brown dish your steak and lay the onions thickly on top cover and let all stand five or six minutes that the hot onions may impart the required flavor to the hot meat in helping your guests inquire if they will take onions with the slices of steak put upon their plates i need hardly remind the sensible cook how necessary it is to withdraw the gridiron from the fire for an instant should the fat drip upon the coals below and smoke or blaze yet those who have eaten steaks flavored with creosote may thank me for the suggestion beef a la mode take a round of beef remove the bone from the middle and trim away the tougher bits around the edges with such gristle etc as you can reach set these aside for soup stock bind the beef into a symmetrical shape by passing a strip of stout muslin as wide as the round is high about it and stitching the ends together at one side have ready at least a pound of fat salt pork cut into strips as thick as your middle finger and long enough to reach from top to bottom of the trussed round put a half pint of vinegar over the fire in a tin or porcelain saucepan season with three or four minced shallots or button onions two teaspoonfuls made mustard a teaspoonful nutmeg one of cloves half as much allspice half spoonful black pepper with a bunch of sweet herbs minced fine and a tablespoonful brown sugar let all simmer for five minutes then boil up once and pour while scalding hot upon the strips of pork which should be laid in a deep dish let all stand together until cold remove the pork to a plate and mix with the liquor left in the dish enough crumbs to make a tolerably stiff forcemeat if the vinegar is very strong dilute with a little water before moistening the crumbs with a long thin bladed knife make perpendicular incisions in the meat not more than half an inch apart even nearer is better thrust into these the strips of fat pork so far down that the upper ends are just level with the surface and work into the cavities with them a little of the forcemeat proceed thus until the meat is fairly riddled and plugged with the pork fill the hole from which the bone was taken with the dressing and bits of pork rub the upper side of the beef well with the spiced forcemeat put into a baking pan half fill this with boiling water turn a large pan over it to keep in the steam and roast slowly for five or six hours allowing half an hour to each pound of meat if the meat be tough you had better stew the round by putting it in a pot with half enough cold water to cover it cover tightly and stew very slowly for six hours then set in the oven with the gravy about it and brown half an hour basting frequently if you roast the round do not remove the cover except to baste and this should be done often until fifteen minutes before you draw it from the oven set away with the muslin band still about it and pour the gravy over the meat when cold lift from the gravy which by the way will be excellent seasoning for your soup stock cut the stitches in the muslin girdle remove carefully and send the meat to table cold garnish with parsley and nasturtium blossoms carve horizontally in slices thin as a shaving do not offer the outside to any one but the second cut will be handsomely marbled with the white pork, which appearance should continue all the way down. I cannot too highly commend this as a side dish at dinner, and a supper and breakfast standby. In winter it will keep a week or more, and as long in summer if kept in the refrigerator, except when it is on the table. Breakfast Stew of Beef Cut up two pounds of beef, not too lean, into pieces an inch long, put them into a saucepan with just enough water to cover them and stew gently for two hours set away until next morning when season with pepper salt sweet marjoram or summer savory chopped onion and parsley stew half an hour longer and add a teaspoonful of sauce or ketchup and a tablespoonful of brown flour wet up with cold water finally if you wish to have it very good half a glass of wine boil up once and pour into a covered deep dish this is an economical dish for it can be made of the commoner parts of the beef and exceedingly nice for winter breakfasts eaten with corn bread and stewed potatoes it will soon win its way to a place in the stock company of every judicious housewife another breakfast dish cut thin slices of cold roast beef and lay them in a tin saucepan set in a pot of boiling water cover them with a gravy made of three tablespoonfuls of melted butter one of walnut ketchup a teaspoonful of vinegar a little salt and pepper a spoonful of currant jelly a teaspoonful made mustard and some warm water cover tightly and steam for half an hour keeping the water in the outer vessel on a hard boil if the meat is underdone this is particularly nice beef hash to two parts cold roast or boiled corned beef chopped fine put one of mashed potatoes a little pepper salt milk and melted butter turn all into a frying pan and stir until it is heated through and smoking hot but not until it browns put into a deep dish and if stiff enough smooth as you would mashed potato into a hillock or you can cease stirring for a few minutes and let a brown crust form on the underside then turn out whole into a flat dish the brown side uppermost, or mould the mixture into flat cakes, dip these in beaten egg flour, and fry in hot drippings. The remains of beef a la mode are very good prepared in any of these ways. A little ketchup and mustard are an improvement to plain cold beef, thus hashed. Beef steak pie cut the steak into pieces an inch long and stew with the bone cracked in just enough water to cover the meat until it is half done at the same time parboil a dozen potatoes in another pot if you wish a bottom crust a doubtful question line a pudding-dish with a good paste made according to the receipt given below put in a layer of the beef with salt and pepper and a very little chopped onion then one of sliced potatoes with a little butter scattered upon them and so on until the dish is full pour over all the gravy in which the meat is stewed having first thrown away the bone and thickened with brown flour cover with the crust thicker than the lower leaving a slit in the middle crust for meat pies one quart of flour three tablespoonfuls of lard two and a half cups milk one teaspoonful of soda wet with hot water and stirred into the milk two teaspoonfuls of cream tartar sifted into the dry flour one teaspoonful of salt work up very lightly and quickly and do not get stiff if you can get prepared flour omit the soda and cream tartar beef pie with potato crust mince some rare roast beef or cold corn beef if it is not too salt season with pepper and salt and spread a layer in the bottom of a pudding dish over this put one of mashed potato and stick bits of butter thickly all over it then another of meat and so on until you are ready for the crust To a large cupful of mashed potato add two tablespoonfuls of melted butter a well-beaten egg two cups of milk and beat all together until very light then work in enough flour to enable you to roll out in a sheet not too stiff and when you have added to the meat and potato in the dish a gravy made of warm water butter milk and ketchup with what cold gravy or dripping remains from roast cover the pie with a thick tender crust cutting a slit in the middle. You can use the potato crust, which is very wholesome and good for any kind of meat pie. It looks well brushed over with beaten white of egg before it goes to table. Beef's heart stewed. Wash the heart well and cutting to squares half an inch long. Stew them for 10 minutes in enough water to cover them. Salt the water slightly to draw out the blood and throw it away as it rises in scum to the top take out the meat strain the liquor and return the chopped heart to it with a sliced onion a great spoonful of ketchup some parsley a head of celery chopped fine and cayenne pepper with a large lump of butter stew until the meat is very tender when add a tablespoonful of brown flour to thicken boil up once and serve to corn beef rub each piece of beef well with salt mixed with one-tenth part of salt peter until the salt lies dry upon the surface put aside in a cold place for 24 hours and repeat the process rubbing in the mixture very thoroughly put away again until the next day by which time the pickle should be ready five gallons of water one gallon of salt four ounces salt peter one and one half pound brown sugar boil this brine ten minutes let it get perfectly cold then pour over the beef having wiped the latter entirely dry Examine the pickle from time to time to see if it keeps well. If not, take out the meat without delay, wipe it, and rub in dry salt, covering it well until you can prepare new and stronger brine. Boiled Corned Beef If your piece is around, skewer it well into shape and tie it up with stout tape or twine when you have washed it in three or four waters and removed all the salt from the outside. Put into a pot and cover with cold water. Allow in boiling about 20 minutes to a pound. Turn the meat three times while cooking. When done, drain very dry and serve with drawn butter in a sauce boat. Send around mashed turnips with the meat. They should be boiled in a separate pot, however, or they will impart a disagreeable taste to the beef. The brisket is a good piece for a family dinner. Beef Tongue Soak overnight in cold water when you have washed it well. Next morning put into a pot With plenty of cold water and boil slowly until it is tender throughout. This you can determine by testing it with a fork. Leave in the liquor until quite cold. Pare off the thick skin, cut in round slices and dish for tea, garnishing with fresh parsley. Tongue sandwiches are generally held in higher esteem than those made of ham. Dried beef. The most common way of serving dried or smoked beef is to shave it into thin slices or chips raw but a more savory relish may be made of it with little trouble put the slices of uncooked beef into a frying pan with just enough boiling water to cover them set them over the fire for ten minutes drain off all the water and with a knife and fork cut the meat into small bits return to the pan which should be hot with a tablespoonful of butter and a little pepper have ready some well-beaten eggs allowing four to a half pound of beef stir them into the pan with the minced meat and toss and stir the mixture for about two minutes send to table in a covered dish end of section nine